and welcome to Someday We'll All Be Dead, a podcast where we talk about all the things with a social work perspective. I'm your host, Hallie Harris, and I'm a hospice social worker. Hi. <laughs> I'm Matt. Hi, Matt. So before we get started today, I want to take care of a couple of housekeeping items. I have not forgotten about the rest of the Grieve podcast. That is going to happen hopefully sooner than later, um, but it just has been pushed off for a variety of reasons. And I am going to be, hopefully in the middle of February, doing an amazing talk with a dear friend of mine about how to have conversations about political differences and how different that's been over the past decades and how it's changed and maybe do some modeling of how we can talk about things. So um, if you have things that have happened in your life, if you've had someone that you know, stop talking to you or you've had to stop talking to them because of political differences, email us and let us know. If you have questions, this person I'm going to be talking to is a Trump supporter and lifelong Republican. And uh, I'm (laughs) very much in disagreement with a lot of uh, what they believe politically, but that doesn't mean that we can't have a decent conversation. So If you have questions or thoughts on that kind of thing, I would love to hear them and take them into the discussion with me. And as I'm editing, I realize I never said the email, which I think you all know by now, is someDayDeadPC at gmail.com. Do you have thoughts on that? Looking forward to that one. (laughs) I also, I don't know when this is going to happen either, but hopefully sooner than later, Another dear friend of mine is going to do an episode with me about cultural competence. She is amazing and super smart and a teacher, and she can articulate all the things that are in my brain that I can't actually get out, even though I try to live them every day. So I'm looking forward to that. So today, keep it a little light, keep that going. As we've been talking about movies this week, and uh, we decided to do movies that I have to constantly defend. Yeah, and some that I have to also. <laughs> and we got to keep in mind here that I'm, I mean, we're, we're pretty close in age. I honestly, I'm more of a child of the early 80s and into maybe the early 90s. <laughs> Don't mind the animals making a ruckus in the background. And I think maybe you're more of mid-80s to mid-90s. So there, yeah. there's a I small mean, gap, but in yeah. terms of in terms of movies that we've enjoyed throughout the years that are, you know, movies that you identify with in your childhood. Yeah, so that's some of it. That's definitely some of it. Um, I mean, we are four years apart, but that four years was a big difference in the 80s and 90s. So. And you're a female and I'm a male. <clears> that <throat> also enough. has a lot to do with it. Now, to be fair, as we discussed in our... Uh, 50 favorite, 50, uh, 50th episode, our favorite things, that we actually do have a lot of movies that we both love. And I think for some reason you thought I did not like Reservoir Dogs, and I do. So, just to clear that up. Right, I've just seen it like probably a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I love it as much as you do, but I definitely appreciate it, and uh, I'm, I'm with Mr. Pink, so. Yeah. I like all the characters, and it's a classic. It's Quentin Tarantino's first, yeah, first real serious move into making a movie. Yeah, I don't know if it's quite as good as Pulp Fiction, but it's 
pretty good. For his first movie ever. I don't know, it was worth five dollars, but it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, what movie would you like me to defend first? That every time it's on, you complain, and I have to argue to watch it. Well, Dirty Dancing's a little rapey. <laughs> how? How so? <laughs> Uh, how old is Johnny? Peace ways is in his 20s. I think he's supposed to be in his mid-20s. <clears throat> and uh, Baby is exactly that. She's like in her early teens, mid-teens. Uh, mid to late. She's 16 or 17. I can't remember. Okay, so these days that shit would not fly in any way, <laughs> shape, or color. So that's one. Uh, Just because it's rapey? That's the only reason you don't like well, it? Well, and it's really cornball. and Yeah, but... I've seen it a thousand times too. It doesn't get any better. <laughs> it's the same movie, and it's still rapey. The more you watch it, as as we get into the twenty twenties now, it just seems to get a little rapier each time. Well, I mean, let's let's be fair here. John Hughes movies in general, not I mean, don't, Dirty Dancing is not a John yeah, Hughes movie. Very racist. John Hughes movies are not only racist, sexist, but rapey. Rapey, racist, sexist. I mean, yeah. What? How about Sixteen Candles when she's completely drunk or passed out? Yeah. And they're taking pictures of her. And a younger kid about takes they advantage can do of her whatever while she's passed they out. Want yeah. with her. Right. I mean, that's way more rapey than a consensual statutory situation. Right. In the sixties. A. A. What do you call it? A, an exchange student from Asia that comes to stay with old people, not with a kid or a family, and his name is Long Duck Dong. Also, I would just like to remind you, in the conversation back to Dirty Dancing that we always argue about, is the fact that Jerry Orbach's character says, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. <laughs> and he never says I'm wrong. I bring this up because I say that all the time. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And then you're supposed to pause for a second and go, I'm wrong. <laughs> but no one ever does. Ever. It's implied, sir. Yeah. Implied. Look, if I bothered you, if I if I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. <laughs> right? That's not a fucking apology. It depends on how bad the offense is. <laughs> I mean, if you really have to apologize like that, you need to be like, I'm I apologize, sorry. not I'm, I'm so sorry. I apologize, I'm sorry, not if I hurt you, <laughs> if I offended you. I'm just saying. Yeah, you offended me. <laughs> now apologize. I still love Dirty Dancing. I'm sure part of it is because it came out right in the, you know... Middle 80s. Middle yeah, it was 80s. smack dab in that time, yeah. Yeah, and it is a fond memory, so regardless of the statutory situation. And quite possibly one of the funniest jokes I heard my brother ever say, which was just a, an offhand comment, but talking about how Jerry Orbach, who was on Law and & Order, and always had the, <laughs> always had the really off-color murder joke at the beginning of every episode... When I mentioned that, yeah, yeah, he's he's the guy that's in Dirty Dancing. And my brother said, nobody puts a dead baby in the corner. Oh, God. <laughs> and it made me uh, laugh so hard. When you're wrong, you say you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. That just, I mean, side note, that just goes to the fact that you can make a joke about anything. Yeah, true. If you say it in the right way. 
Jokes are jokes. All right. Dirty Dancing, agree to disagree. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in that movie. There's a lot going on in that movie. Yeah. So, I uh, I know you can watch it every single time it's on. <laughs> I'll sit through it. I'll Facebook. I'll watch you're, it with you're you. You're a good partner. I've seen it. I can probably recite it. I don't mind when it's on. <laughs> Fair enough. In fact, very few of these do I mind. There's probably one or two that I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go do push-ups. <laughs> Wow, that's a pretty strong reaction. Yeah, because I can't remember the last time I did a push-up. All right, what what besides Dirty Dancing, what's next? Uh, almost anything with Marky Mark. How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> Mr. Mark Wahlberg deserves more respect than that. Say hello to your mother for me. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy. Yeah, I know. He's, he's a handsome guy. He's young and... Full of muscles and... Oh, he's not young anymore. He's and that's tough. not why he's I He's a real tough it. guy, too. I don't just watch it because he's full of muscles. And he used to model underwear. I don't watch it because he used to model underwear. I don't use. I don't even watch it because he used to be in Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. It's because he's a thespian. <sighs> Look. What you're referencing specifically is Shooter because you hate that movie. I don't hate it. He's a Marine, right? Yeah. So you should like it. <laughs> Come on. Don't you love that? There are some moments in that movie that are pretty great. Yeah. How about that old guy that they go to talk to about paper patching? Yeah. Yeah. There are some moments in that movie that are pretty great. I know. That's why I watch it. But. They killed his dog, man. Also a guy who's a Scientologist. Ugh. All right. Really Look. Like Michael Pena. To be fair. The first time I saw Shooter and began to love it, I didn't know that he was a Scientology guy, so that doesn't count. And, you know, I shouldn't base my reaction of a movie on someone's religious affiliation, if you call you it. You know why we do? If you call it religious, it's kind of a cult, but... You know why we do. Tom Cruise. He started it If all. Tom Cruise had not been a psycho, nobody would care. Nobody would care that Matter John fact, Travolta is a Scientologist. We started watching... We watched... I watched all of uh, the Jack Reacher movie, the first one, and part of the second one tonight. And I enjoy watching Tom Cruise be Jack Reacher. Because you have to put out of your mind that he can be a decent actor, even though... That he's a level 10... Psycho. OS, whatever they call it. OS 10. MPS, <laughs> where's Shelly? Where is Shelly Miscavige? Yeah, seriously, let's get real. But that's a whole other podcast. Let's get back to Shooter. Look, it's revenge. It's yeah. drama. You know, it's pretty great when he finally... I mean... That's I, rapey too, by the way. I've always liked... Uh, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Glover? Donald Glover is great, and he plays a bad guy in this, and it's almost amazing how great of a bad guy he is. I can't stand him in that movie. Please don't write to me. I understand that it's Danny Glover, not Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. What's the guy's name? Squirrel like a pig. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. The couple of complete asshole congressmen. Yeah. And revenge is there. Is he a senator? I can't remember. Senator. Yeah. A sitting senator. Yeah. And who's the guy that looks like Chris Maloney but he's French? Right. We all know him. He's Chris Maloney's doppelganger. He always plays a bad guy. Yeah, much. he was a pretty bad guy. But that was yeah. pretty great when he shot his finger, trigger finger off. Yeah. 
If you um, haven't seen Shooter, you need to see Shooter. It's entertaining. I love when he talks about, you know, they pushed my patriotic button and I stood up and said how high, you know, like. And he fools them because none of the guns that he owns in his house have a, a trigger uh, firing pin that'll work because he files them all down. And when he leaves him. Swaps him out. He swaps him out. That's how he knows. I mean, it's a good movie. Come on. Why Why are you so against this? Look, I don't... You wrote that one down, right? Because, that was one of your... That's because you give me shit every time it's on. <laughs> because every time it's on and we're flipping uh, through channels, I will turn it on. Moving on to <laughs> Kevin Bacon being a little shit from Chicago. <laughs> moving into a fucking small town that doesn't allow dancing. Look. It's against the law to dance. It was criminal that they made a remake of Footloose, first of all. And that movie was also in the prime of my youth. The cat is rubbing against the mic and it's going to... It'll be okay. And I watched Footloose every single day for a summer. You know this. Every single day. Every single day our Lord is testing us. Jeez. Louise. (laughs) Oh, Milo. Come on. Diane Weiss, Weiss. What's her name? Yeah. And John Lithgow? Come on! Yeah. All-star cast. Ugh, so great. And the uh, late, great... Chris Penn? Chris Penn. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Yeah. Ooh, Rance taking the car again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think I saw that the first time... Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. It came out on uh, VHS, <laughs> and uh, we were in Yakima visiting part of the family, and they had Footloose on VHS. Yeah. They bought it. They liked it so much. Of course. And so we watched it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> a town where you can't dance. I didn't think it happened. Hey, that was based on a true story. Based on a true story. Except yeah, for come to find a, out a woman. A decade or two later <laughs> that it was based on a true story, but... You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, you got the kids wanted to dance. Look, I'm not saying that Footloose isn't cheesy. I agree with you that it is not the best acting, but there is a special place, just like Dirty Dancing. It came out at that time when yeah. I was that age to watch movies. And Based on a true story, them. but it was an original film. Now they're just making remakes of everything and uh, sequels to everything. So, yes. Once again, another original idea. Put on celluloid. <laughs> yes. And VHS magnetic tape. Yes. Now, I feel like now is the time that we need to explore Top Gun. Oh, boy. Top Gun. Oh, boy. Now, you have an experience with Top Gun and Miramar, right? Yeah. I. Uh, that's where I was stationed for a little while. I started out stationed in El Toro, which is a marine base, air base, in Southern California, right near uh, El Toro's, it's kind of an area near Tustin, near, uh, I can't even think of, it's been a long time. Anyway, it shut down. While we were in Japan, it was preparing to shut down. We had to move back, pack up all of our shit, and move south to San Diego, mm-hmm. because they were closing the base down. Is San Diego where San Diego Miramar is? San Diego is where Miramar is. And Miramar is? Fighter Town, USA. 
We worked right in the hangar that still says, as far as I know, Fighter Town USA on it. We worked in that building. And while we were there, Top Gun was operating out of that hangar. The actual Top Gun. The actual the Top Gun. In SOC. Because it was like 10 naval, years after the I think movie. It was naval Warfare. I, I ended up working for them later on, but... So, be honest. Do you hate Top Gun because the Marines are always made fun of for being part of the Navy? Let's let's just get down to the nitty gritty Oh, Let's here. just say that the Marines <laughs> were a big part of Top Gun. And they're not represented at all in the movie Top Gun. <laughs> well, here is your chance to... Respond to all the critics. Marine, how, how marine pilots the have to go through uh, aggressive training. <laughs> they have to do all of that. So marine pilots go through Top Gun as well. Yes. And that's it. That's the only way they're it's involved. It's just you know the best of the best. You know the the top notch. Do Marines fly Navy planes? That's I mean, all the, the same. The same planes. Yeah, I mean Marines have helicopters, but there are marines that so fly, fly naval, naval aircraft and land on aircraft carriers just like the navy does the so navy they, they flew tomcats it's it, there's a fine line between the marines supporting the navy and the navy supporting the marines even though the navy's way huger than the marine corps and we fly the same jet airplanes and what did you work on i don't remember fa18s they're d's they, the uh, blue angels two seats though there's only a couple of jets on the, on the Blue Angels that have the back seat. I see. And those top those uh, Blue Angels are like the oldest of the oldest of the oldest. Of eight, F-18s. Yeah, they've been maintained for so long. It's I amazing see. they're still in the air. Anyway, maybe that's changed since then. But uh, yeah, those are the same type of airplanes that I worked on. So Never got to ride in one. Is that why you hate Top Gun? Oh no, it's not. Uh, it's not really part of it. I mean, a movie that we are gonna see this summer in the theater. Oh yeah, you're coming with me. Um, accept it. Let me just say that while I was there, it was the uh, early '90s, okay, and there was no such thing as the X Games, and then they invented the X Games, and it was the first X Games was in San Diego, and Tony Hawk. And I think it's Andy McDonald came to visit Miramar, and they got to go up in the in the aircraft and go for a ride with our pilots. And I got to meet them. I got to shake their hands, say hello to them. But I worked on them for eight years, and I never got to go for a ride in an F-18. So I think maybe if I just would have learned how to really like skateboard really well, maybe I could have ridden in the back of an F-18. So this has fostered your hate for Top Gun? There's a lot going on with Top Gun. (laughs) But can you love it? I mean, again, uh, the acting is not the greatest. And when they're in there, when they're in the air, they say everything twice. Like, that is annoying. He's on your six. He's on your six. Yeah. Bank right. Bank right. Switching to guns. Switching to guns. (laughs) No, I agree with that part. That is super annoying. Some of the dialogue is a little annoying and, uh. There's, you know, I don't mind uh, witnessing homoerotic scenes, but uh, back then it was just like a little over the top for not what it really would have. With the volleyball scene. Right. It was awkwardly homoerotic. And, uh, yeah, especially even uh, when uh, after Goose dies and he's like, you're dangerous. He's like, that's right. 
<laughs> Ice man. I'm pretty sure that's before Goose Dice. Oh, is it? Oh, either way. You slider, you stink. <laughs> that's all before <laughs> Goose Dice. It's all just like sweaty mess. After Goose Dice, he's a mess. Do you not remember any of this? Did Tom Skerritt not leave Ugh, an impression on I've you? I've seen it so many times. I flew through, old man. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Skerritt. Don't uh, you disparage Tom Skerritt. just quit calling me? Calling him, call him my father. How dare you. <laughs> Tom Skerritt. Tom Skerritt, Washington resident. Can do no wrong in Hallie's eyes. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right. Two movies together. Let's just do Labyrinth and The NeverEnding Story. Yeah, they might as well be the same movie. No, not even a little bit. But I can understand why you don't appreciate them. I never saw either one growing up. You have to have seen The NeverEnding Story and Labyrinth when you were a kid. I did not. Because, no, I'm not saying you, oh. you have to, but I'm saying to appreciate them. You really had to have seen them when you had that childhood wonder. To watch them, or watch a movie like that in your adulthood is really challenging to get into the feel of how that was. I mean, <clears throat> never any story, many childhoods were traumatized from that stupid horse in the swamp of sadness. Yeah, they should just loop that for two hours. God. And just go in there and watch that. Two hours. <sighs> oh, Tex! <laughs> it's the worst. And really, the whole movie is pretty tragic, honestly. There's Yay! This, there's bullying, and Yay! that's terrible. <laughs> and there's tragedy, but it's it's really for someone that's the age of the main character, which is like that 8 to 12-year-old range. See, I think that's what it was, is uh, Star Wars was the pinnacle of all coolness to me, and shit like that was not on my radar at all. Well, you probably were a little bit too old to appreciate that even if you had seen it yeah i didn't watch dark crystal either oh damn i should put yeah throw, the dark that, crystal. throw that right in that little nucleus of exactly never any story dark crystal <coughs> and labyrinth they all had puppets they were all <clears throat> really really well done for the time and they actually were all pretty damn dark uh the dark crystal is pretty dark too i mean those skexies were scary and there's just, yeah, big monsters trying to kill things. Uh, labyrinth, somebody stole a baby, and there's terrible, scary things in the maze, and crazy fire puppets that tear their heads off. I mean, it's actually pretty scary, even for yeah, a kid. David Bowie, all weird. Look, David Bowie's amazing. He's or was the, it? He's the Goblin King. Or was it Sting? Which one was Sting? How dare you? It's David Bowie. Which Sting's one? not in any of these. I don't know what you're talking about. Sting was in a movie. He wasn't in this movie. It's Labyrinth as David Bowie. Maybe he was in Dune. I didn't see dance, Dune. Dance, magic dance. That's all David Bowie. Don't make that face at me. You Sorry. can't see it out there in podcast land, but he just rolled his freaking hey. eyes at David Bowie, R.I.P. If, if you guys all knew how many times a day she rolls her eyes at me, I can do it <laughs> once every now and then. <sighs> All right, I did forget the Fair's Dark Crystal. Fair. But I can at least understand those arguments because, yeah, you didn't see them when you were a kid. And I'm looking right now, we're going back to Tom Cruise. Well, I was going to skip that one for now, but we, we can solidly land on Rock of Ages. Garbage. <clears throat> so every time that I hear that song, Rock of Ages, Ugh. 
I, I never remember who sings it. I always Jeff think Leopard. About, about Rock of Ages. And what's the other one that you always tell me? Queensryche or something? What's the other song that's on? There's so many songs on Rock of Ages. It just was on the other day and you said, you don't, is it Queen, Queensryche? Oh, no, it's Queen. No, it's not Queen. It wasn't a Queen song. It was somebody else. You don't remember? No, now I don't know what you're talking about. Well, anyway, it's another song that's on Rock of Ages. It wasn't Queen. I definitely know who Queen is. Every time. You can't mistake Freddie Mercury's voice. But it's a major song on Rock of Ages, and I always think of Rock of Ages. Ugh. Is it because it's a musical? No, it's right there along... It, it, this... Rock of Ages can stand neck and neck, side and side along with that Cher and Christina Aguilera movie. <laughs> Which I also love. <laughs> burlesque. Yes. It's just... Uh, it would just be like... Is it because they're musicals? Ugh, I think I need to go trim my armpit hair or something. <laughs> something other than sit and watch those. <laughs> but what is it about them that you don't like? It's uh, musicals in general, I think. It must be it. I don't, I've never seen Chicago. I've never seen... What about The Music Man? Like, classic musicals. Oklahoma... I think I've seen Sound parts of, music. of the music, man. I'm certain I've seen most of Sound of Music. I know you haven't seen The King and I. It just seems like in the 60s, that's why that shit was going on. Because people love singing and dancing and music and movies. And now it's like, we can get music on MTV. Or well, we could at the time. <laughs> it's like, you don't need to make an entire movie of a music video. And, and not have the original people singing them. But that's what's so great. is He's embodying so many different... Oh. Singers in one character. It's excruciating. I'm gonna look at the track list of Rock of Ages real quick. I mean, while you're and what about the tell baboon? me what is so great about the baboon? Rock of Ages? Hey man. So the the best part of the movie is a baboon named Hey Man. No, but it's pretty great. What's the best part of the movie? Uh, Mary J. Blige and the strip club. I guess I must have forgotten about that part. <laughs> I mean, it's got an all-star cast, first of all. And they do have good singers, and it's just really entertaining to me. And because I love that music, it's music I grew up with, it's nostalgic. I know it's not the original singers, but they're pretty decent for them being the singers and not the original songs. <clears throat> and it's just entertaining. I like the story. I want to rock. Yes, that's the song. Who is it? Who sings it? I never can remember. Twisted Sister. Damn it! I can never remember Shame that. Shame on you. Because I always think of <laughs> Rock of Ages. Oh, Tom Cruise sings Don't Stop Believing." And Def Leppard and Bon Jovi. And Rock You Like a Hurricane. Yep. Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Which, I don't care who sings that, it's still a horrible song. <laughs> Here I go again. Pour some sugar on me. I want to know what love is. Wanted dead or alive. Yeah. Tom Cruise is not a singer. But he did. Ugh. He Paradise did. City? He didn't do terrible. Come on. Look, I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan in the world. But I do like this movie. There is one hidden track on that. It's called Everybody Become a Scientologist. It's really good. <laughs> ah, all right. Obviously, you're never going to love this. Probably not. 
But you should just rewatch the one scene with Mary J. Blige and the incredible strip club that I I would go to a strip club if I could find a strip club that was that high end and fancy. Because they do this whole, like, they said they broke a bunch of heels because they slammed their feet down to do the beat of the song. And they're all dancing. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. I got a feeling if you could find a strip club as fancy as those, you couldn't afford to go into You're a strip right. club as it, fancy It would as be those. a gentleman's club, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. I've got two more on this list that uh, you constantly give me a hard time about. Yeah. And they are both classics. And they are both musicals, ironically. Go figure. So perhaps that is why you don't like those. I think we can just hit the nail on the head right there. <laughs> Leave it alone. So Grease? Yeah. That's your that's your only argument that it's a musical? You're the one that I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> besides that all the high school just people are in their 20s. Just put it on repeat. What? <laughs> so besides all the high school kids that are in their 20s? Ugh. They weren't in their 20s, so some of them are in their 30s. <laughs> that's true. Stalker Channing was. <clears throat> but it's still fun. And that's also a little rapey, by the way. Yeah. But a lot rapey. <laughs> the, songs are, the songs are very rapey. But it's yeah. fun. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well, oh. <laughs> and lastly, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Defend yourself. Never seen it, never will. You've never even seen it? How can you not like it? Uh, I think it was just shunned because the first time I mentioned I hadn't seen it and didn't like it, I got fucking laughed out of the room by a bunch of people who love it, so. It is a cult classic. What it's is so great those, about it? It's ridiculous and over the top, and Tim Curry is what's so great about it. Yeah, so is every other musical I've ever tried to watch. Tim Curry's not in every other musical. Tim Curry is a Transylvanian transvestite. That's what I want to see. You would, because Tim Curry's amazing. Dear Diary. I mean, Susan Sarandon's in it. <clears throat> eh. And there's a bunch of other people. Yeah. But, and it is a The musical. guy from... Uh, Meatloaf's in it. The Spin City. Played the mayor. Yeah, he's in that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's a musical, but it really is... Uh, funny. I love seeing men in fishnet tights. I love it. It's funny. And Tim Curry is amazing, and that's why it's amazing. That's why I'm saying. It's, Maybe someday. It's not just like over-the-top dramatic. It's over-the-top, like, so ridiculous. Right. And the time warp. It's funny. It is just great. Right. If you've never seen it, if you had never seen it, you think if right now you watch it, you'd be like, this is so great. Yes. Oh, bullshit. And especially... It doesn't hold up in yes. time. If you can appreciate what it is, then it holds up. <laughs> you told me never ending staring held up. <laughs> no, I said you have to watch it with a childlike mind. I did warn you about never ending story. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. And I think if you went and saw Rocky Horror Picture Show in the theater... Where they do the whole throwing popcorn and, you know, it's like a whole interactive experience. Yeah, I don't think they even do that shit anymore, do they? They do. No, they don't. Not anywhere <clears throat> close to here. Up in Bellingham, I think they do. Of course, Bellingham. <laughs> They've got one theater. <laughs> All right, well, now it's your time to uh, defend these crap movies. And I can tell you exactly why I don't like each one of them, so. Because of the actors. Yes, Exactly. 
because I don't think I like anything that any of them do. So go ahead and defend Fletch for me. Have you ever seen A Christmas Story? National Lampoon's Christmas Story? Yes. Not funny? No. Terrible. I don't find all Chevy Chase funny at all. None of the other people in that movie are good. I'm sure they're fine, but he's so off-putting. It's the one thing I didn't like about Community. Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah he's incorrigible. He's pretty awful. But Fletch is a one-of-a-kind character that was written out of a novel, and that's why it's its kind of like it was almost written for him. Yeah, it seems I mean, like if him. You, if you take... The whole idea of him ever being on SNL out of it in your mind, and just he's a—he's this newspaper reporter. He did a pretty great job in the first one. It got hammed up in the second movie, but Fletch yeah, is a I'll pretty. I'll take your word for it because I still don't like it. What about Tommy Boy? I Chris I've, Farley's not funny. I've so we t- we just saw this the other day, and I contend that Chris Farley is funny. But he's not a good actor. So okay. he should have stayed on SNL and did a Van by the River. And not try to Tommy Boy be... was a serious movie? I think he was trying to be serious. And in those moments, it just was not connecting for me. Also, I really haven't been able to appreciate David Spade. Although, I do find him funny at times. Like, in his new show, Lights Out. It's pretty funny. <clears throat> and also because he doesn't take himself very seriously. I and think, I think Chris Farley is really funny, but I don't really like his acting. So his bad acting took away from all the other hilarious shit he did in that movie. I just didn't find it funny. Oh, okay. And it feels more dramatic than funny. And Bill Murray, you can't stand. I don't really like Bill Murray either. I'm sorry, I know I'm in the, the minority of this because Bill Murray is some kind of legend in, <clears throat> in the world of celebrities. <clears throat> But specifically, we wrote down Groundhog Day, which is another movie that I am definitely in the minority of because I know a lot of people like it. But the very first time I saw it, I just didn't like it. And that was a long time. That's like when it first came out. I just never thought it was funny, and I didn't get it. And I find that most things I He played everybody, he played everybody, he played everybody, he played everybody. The entire movie, he played everybody trying to figure out how to get the hell out of there. And finally he realized... Oh my god. I, I get the premise of I'm the movie. I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's like I'm an idiot. Yeah. He realized he was a stupid idiot. I still don't like it. Oh. <laughs> See, ultimate redemption comedy movie. Uh, it's not funny, though. Yeah. But all three of these actors, I can't think of a single movie that I really like that any of them have done. Hmm. Even when Bill Murray played himself in Zombieland. <laughs> Zombieland was okay. Double tap. But I didn't really care for the Bill Murray playing his own self as a zombie part. He ruined that whole movie. No, not the whole movie. But I just I just cannot think of a time I've really appreciated his acting. I didn't really like Scrooged, you know. I didn't really like... He wasn't even attempting to be funny in uh, Incidental Tourist or whatever it's called. I didn't see that one. Accidental Tourist. I don't know what that is. Dramatic movie. Then I'd probably like it even less. I don't know what it is. I think it has a happy ending for a dramatic movie. It's right well, up your alley. <laughs> I don't always like happy endings, you know. I do watch Untamed Heart, and that is a tragic ending. Talk about a great actor. Christian Slater. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Rosie Perez. Oh my god. 
I know you said that sarcastically, but I really like Christian Slater. Greetings and salutations. He's like, from the moment he decided he could be an actor, he was doing a terrible Jack Nicholson impression. Yeah. And that's it. That's all there is to it. But he's not the only actor, a.k.a. all three people I just named in your movies, that are the same character in every movie. Ghostbusters? Yeah. You didn't like Ghostbusters. I liked the movie. I didn't like his character. <laughs> I like Slimer. Oh, my God. And the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> okay. Well, Tom Cruise sucks and Bill Murray sucks. <laughs> And Chevy Chase. And Chevy Chase. And let's just go right along with Tim fucking Curry and uh, <gasps> who else? Tim Curry? What what great has he done? Legend. He put on some makeup. He was the best devil there's ever been. Never seen it really. That's your own fault. Right. Clue. What about put on Clue? Some giant horns. <laughs> clue? Yeah, the original Clue. He was in the original Clue. Who did he play in Clue? The butler. Oh, my God. What else? What else you got? Tim Curry. <laughs> I can't think Didn't of he get nominated for anything? He's Tim Curry, for fuck's sake. I don't remember. I'm just listening off the top of my head. All right. Enough said, then. <sighs> I'm just saying you need to at least take Mark Wahlberg off the table. What's he been nominated for? He doesn't have to be nominated to be good. If his peers don't appreciate him. What about Deepwater Horizon? You didn't like that? Oh, everybody called that guy Mr. Jimmy, Mr. Jimmy. And I just thought that ruined everything. It was a real life story. Yeah, I know, but Mr. Jimmy? Real life. Ugh. What about Contraband? Contraband? It's a similar kind of movie. a B movie? <laughs> no. It's That's similar to Shooter. M. Night Shyamalan movie that he was in that was terrible? Okay, that movie was terrible. That was the happening. No, it was not happening. <laughs> not in my mind. Uh, all right, I think that's enough disparaging each other's movie choices for tonight. <laughs> there are a lot that we get along with, though. A lot of movies that we both appreciate. Yes, I agree. I think many more movies that we appreciate and like together than there are not. Yeah. So, on that note... We agree to disagree on these movies. Pulp Fiction's great. Pulp Fiction is great. Possibly the perfect movie. Yeah, right there. It's up close. It's up there. How would you change it? I don't think I would change Pulp Fiction. <clears throat> Besides making it HD, I don't know how it could be much better. I don't be tickling or nothing. There's so many quotable lines. Zed's dead, baby. Yeah, maybe, uh... <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, Vincent could have at least given Mia Wallace a hug at the end of the night after she OD'd. Just, just one <laughs> hug. No. Instead of just having her turn around and give that stupid ketchup joke. No, I think that was the perfect ending. <laughs> they both wanted to get the hell away from each other. All right, if there's a, a movie that somebody out there has to defend to their partner or spouse... Every single time it's on because it's one of your favorites and they hate it. Mm. Or, if, more importantly, if any of you don't like Chevy Chase or Bill Murray. Don't force grease on people. <laughs> don't do it. But if you haven't seen Rocky Horror Picture Show, you gotta see it at least once for the cultural reference. Come on. Ugh. 
People that support me on this, you gotta you gotta write back. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Otherwise, please rate, review, and subscribe. <clears throat> all you have to do on an iPhone is scroll all the way down to your little podcast episode and click that five stars. We so very much appreciate it. We never ask for money. I'm doing this all out of my own pocket and for the pure enjoyment of it and hopefully for your enjoyment. So please. Rob Gronkowski does not belong in The Masked Singer, even though I don't watch it. <laughs> I don't know how it has to do with anything, but absolutely not. He should be off The Masked Singer. That is the worst. That is a travesty. Thank you. You're welcome. Please have a good night. Watch movies. Have a good time. Keep watching the movies that your partner doesn't like. Because... Someday we'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs>